Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I went down to the crossroads. I fell down on my knees. Mm. Went out there by the crossroads, y'all. Had a feeling that it brought me to my knees. I just asked the Lord for, for mercy. Help me if you please. Way out there in the crossroads, I try to flag a ride. What happened? Down the crossroads, trying to flag a ride. Ain't gonna be like nobody seemed to know me. Everybody passed me by. I'm going down. I think I'm gonna try to get down there to Rosedale. Keep my rider by my side. Oh, you know, I heard there's something going on there in New Road. Ride by my side. They say you can still bear it out, baby. Cause it's right there on the on the riverside. Oh, you can run. You can run, you can run. Tell my good friend Willie Brown. The boy. Tell my good friend Willie Brown. I'm standing there at the crossroads, y'all. I believe I'm thinking now. Voices. I'm great. How are you, Mark? 
I'm doing great. I'm feeling very blessed and highly favored. Just I'm sure everybody's feeling blessed and favored. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was great. Um, I'll be honest. Um, I couldn't really celebrate it uh, much because I had a bad uh, cold. I had a bad oh. cold, but it was great. You know, I just uh, was a bit under the weather, didn't feel so well, but I'm grateful that um, to be alive, to have my family, all my loved ones, to have y'all, and to just to have everybody that I in my community, you know, around me. I think that's what's, that's what's most important. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's sweet. You still sound like you're a little bit um a little bit under the weather. Well, I'm 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 gonna get better. It's just that time of the year. There's always this mm-hmm. time of the year and uh springtime well, you know, I, I get a little um just a little sick, you know, like allergies and all that, but I'll be fine. Good. How about you, Mama Star? How's your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was fabulous. Fabulous. We had the baby. We got the new baby. So everything's going good. Um, Did anything get done with the baby around? A lot of holding her. We we held her around cooking. (laughs) Oh, what a doll. That's so sweet. I'm kind of having computer problems. Is your, is your, is the blog radio show, is that site? Looking fine to you? It looks okay to me. There's nobody in the chat room, but I don't know if they're having an issue getting in there or not. Ah, I wonder, because I'm trying to get in there. I should be in there. You should be in there. Hmm. Nobody's in there. Uh Uh-oh. Let me reload the chat. I'm going to close this chat out and try to reload it. Okay. Okay, launch chat. Okay, I'm relaunching it. Yeah, because there's not a soul in the chat room so far. Okay, not try even to get me? in there now. No. Okay. Try to get in there. I'm the only one in there. Try to get in there now, Katie. Okay. They may be acting up again. People can still listen, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, they'll be able to hear. Okay, good. That's yeah. me, I guess. Did you All get right, in? I guess that's, yeah, I didn't log in yet. I just wanted to make sure that I'm in there. I'm guessing that that's me, that guest, because I can see the chat room. Oh, okay. All right. So very quickly, can I go over websites and stuff like that before we have our yes. prayer? Okay, yes, excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So those of you listening on Facebook, if you would like to log in, we would love for you to do that. That way we can communicate and you can ask clarifying questions and things like that. So if you will go to blogtalkradio.com backslash old style conjure, then you will see the we're back um, chat where we are right now. And that would be awesome to see you over there. Mama Star's website, of course is oldstyleconjure.com, and you can find her on Facebook at Old Style Conjure. Is that the best place on Facebook? Uh, you check that one? Yeah, I okay. do. I check them all, but probably Star Cassis is the hot one. Okay, S-T-A-R-R-C-A-S-A-S. 
All right, right. y'all. Welcome. We are ready for a prayer. Help us out, Mark. You want to? You feeling it? Oh, yes, I'm definitely feeling it. Um, before I begin, um, I would like to uh, for everyone to bow their heads, and we need to say a prayer for the people of Paris, for all those victims who have lost their lives in the terrorist attacks and their family members that are dealing with their loss. Is that all right with y'all? Yes, and can we please add San Bernardino, California, to that? There was an yeah, attack there yesterday as well. It's San Bernardino, California. San Bernardino. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thanks, Mark. That's beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Heavenly God, we ask, Holy Father, that you be merciful towards all these victims, Holy Father, who have lost their lives due to terrorism, Holy Father, and due to unholy, unjust acts, Holy Father. We ask that you heal their souls. We ask that you console and heal their heal their families. We ask, Spirit of God, that you give peace and consolation, Holy Father, to all those who are suffering from these losses, Holy Father, that happen all over the world, Holy Father. We pray may your peace and may your love and may your healing pass over all of us and console our spirits, Holy Father. Amen. I pray this in the name of the Holy Trinity. Now, Heavenly God, we thank you for allowing us to congregate on this radio show. We ask you, Spirit of God, that you cover us with your fiery wall of protection, with your peace, with your healing, your strength, and your wisdom. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so tonight's show, um, we are going to talk about cutting and clearing and getting ready for the new year and some rituals. If you don't have those going for yourself annually, some good ones to get started on. And hopefully we'll have some time to talk about gratitude and giving thanks and how that helps open up the avenues for magic and gets that all moving through. Correct. All right. I think that's a great um, topic. (laughs) Excellent. Thanks, Mark. Do one of you want to talk about exactly what a cut and clear is? Well, Katie, you didn't tell us how your Thanksgiving went and how everybody is over on that end. Okay, of course. Um, Well, my Thanksgiving was absolutely fantastic. We had a house full of guests as well. Um, That was really nice. And you guys know that I don't eat meat, so every year my husband goes insane with some amazing tofu fake turkey thing and this year he made one that was not unlike a chicken kiev stuffed tofu with mushrooms oh my god it was crazy um and i had my yeah yeah it was great and i had my famous um pumpkin bacon cheesecake that i made that i don't eat but i I like to show it off (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really nice really nice we got some crafts going and just had a great day Oh, good, good. Y'all going to have to come to Texas for Thanksgiving one year. Oh, we're dying. All of us this year were we like, just, I wish we were out there. I wish we were out there. I so wish don't be surprised. Too. Yeah. Don't be surprised if the Olivares aren't there next year. Hey, I'm claiming that, girl. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to start now, shoot. <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> so, so t- how about a cut, cut and clear? Cut and clear. I'll explain what cut and clear is, and Mark can give cut and clear work. Does that sound good, Mark? 
That sounds perfect. However y'all want to go is whatever. They okay. will go by spirit, baby. Okay. So, cut and clear. Some folks believe that cut and clear is simply something that you do if you're in a relationship or a love affair that's gone wrong and you just can't seem to let them go. Well, that's not what I was taught. I was taught, and since this is our radio show, we're talking about what we know. And mm-hmm. what I was taught mm-hmm, was that cut and clear can be worked with for anything, any bad habit that you have, any block conditions that you cannot get rid of. If you do cleansings and the same thing comes back again, or you do a reversal and, and the same thing keeps coming back, or you do an uncrossing and you just keep getting the same thing, then it's time to cut and clear that out, which means that it's stronger uh, than the other ones because you're cutting it completely out. Uh, and so sometimes we have to do that. And like if we're we're stuck in a financial rut, uh, you and you just can't seem to get over that hump, then it it may be time you know lay the cards out and see if it's time for cut and clear to cut away whatever it is that that's there holding you back that you might not be seeing, and get it out and get it away from you so you can move forward. So Mark. Uh, you give a good cut and clear work. Oh Lord, there's so many of them. But I, for starters, I well, thought I would suggest pick a couple of different ones. Um, well, what so I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have a ten. Well, what okay. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the the most basic one for everybody, and then okay. I'm gonna give like a little spin on a box work because you know you and I, you know, we always talking about. Um, Container work. Well, with the first kind, oh, yeah. you know, you can take a pair of scissors, find, have your nice new pair, you pray over it, and what you're going to do is you're going to cut, starting with the top of the crown of your head, you're going to cut around you. Now, you're not actually cutting your skin, you're just cutting, like, I guess you could say the air around you, and you're going to go from the top of your head and you're going to move downward all the way down to the soles of your feet. And you're going to pray that. All the negative things in your life that no longer serve you, negative habits, um, things like that, negative conditions that they're going to be cut and clear. Now that's a, that's one way. That's one way to do it. Now another way you can do it is where you can do the same thing with the scissors, all right? And then you're going to write down all your troubles on a piece of paper, all right? All the things you want to cut and clear out of your life. And then you're going to put that in a candle setter with the scissors on top of the paper facing open because you want to cut that mess out of your life. You can put it in a candle setup. You can use tea lights, stick candles, or vigils. And what you can do is with those candles, you're not going to dress them. And you're going to, you're going to cleanse yourself just like you did with the scissors from head to toe. And you're going to light those candles. It, it, it depends on how you want to work it. You want to put it in a cross to open the way. You want to put it in a you put it in a circle, you know, so you can um, remove your trouble, so you can lock them down in that circle, and that's one that's one way you can do it. Now, there's a third way. A third way is where you can do, you know, your cleansing with your paper. I ain't got to repeat all that. Y'all know that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your troubles, 
all right, your 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 petitions, write them on the paper, cleanse yourself off with the paper, and then you can cleanse yourself off with the chain. Every day you're going to cleanse yourself off with a chain, wrap it around the paper, and you do this for like, let's say, seven days. On the seventh day, you're going to break that chain. Now, the reason why I say you're going to break that chain is because every on the last day is because each day that you're cleansing yourself off with that chain, that chain is going to take on all your troubles. It's going to take on the load, you know, take on the burden. And on that on that seventh day, you're going to, you know, break that chain. You put the little chain pieces with your petition inside of a box, just like, you know, just like you do any other box work. The draw, lock something down because that's what you're doing. You're locking your troubles down. You're going to put it in that box, close it up, nail it down, pray over it. And, of course, you can work it in the candle setup, you know, as let's say for 21 days. This depends on what you want. And then bury it at a crossroads. You can bury it at a crossroads. That's a safe spot. That sounds like an intense right. piece of work. <laughs> Sorry, I hope I didn't give too much. <laughs> no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> that sounds the like that the I... chain especially. That chain sounds really hardcore. Like if you have some serious business you need to take care of, that sounds very powerful. It, 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 it is a strong I... one. It is, it is, and it's good to work the the chain one. Mark didn't say it, but it's good to work with that chain with your ancestors, and ask them to uh, break what binds you. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of folks don't work like that, but the symbolism is a big thing. And so the symbolism of the chain just literally breaking and it's pulling apart all that stuff that you had on you that you've cleaned off of yourself. And, you know, cleaning yourself off with your petitions and stuff is some of the strongest work that you can do. And I usually burn mine, so I just burn it off. Uh, but you can box it up or do whatever whatever you want to do with it. It is you. The most important thing is that you just have to, um, you know, go with your spirit and just let your spirit guide you. But you know, there's like you know, like uh, I've always heard, there's always more than one way to skin a cat. So, <laughs> right, right. Hi. Um, you know what? I got something to uh, ask real quick. You know, um. A lot of a lot of folks talk about cutting and clearing. Um, at least from what I've seen online, and talk about it. You know, like you uh, maybe with love or relationships or things outside of themselves. I think that if people want to get far with their work, they have to take a you have they have to look at themselves in a mirror, and yeah. they have to take a look at those things in their life that they are doing. You know, negative habits. You know, we have positive habits, and we have good patterns, and then we have negative patterns. And, you know, sometimes when we can't shake those, when we, you know, we in a financial bind or we in some kind of bind of trouble, maybe it's due to something that we're doing, a negative pattern or something that we're doing that's not right, that's keeping us trapped. And so we have to, you know, we, we have to start the cut and clear work with ourselves and we have to look, what is it that I'm doing that's keeping myself in this situation? And you got to, 
you have to you have to look at that and you have to tackle it. And I mean that's just my, that's all I wanted to say about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all want to add anything to that or not. I would love to because I was thinking the same thing, Mark. When you're doing that work and when you're using that blade or that chain or whatever it is that you're using, if you're really in flow with spirit and you're really paying attention and really working this hard, you'll get those messages. You'll know what those things are that are binding you. So I was just going to add to when you're doing the work to really focus and really listen because your spirits, your guides, your ancestors want you to know what is stopping you. Um, so pay attention. There's information there. It's not just it's not just physical what you're doing. It's probably just barely physical what you're doing. Exactly. And you know another thing about this work is that when you're doing cleansing work, especially, it's not. I'm not saying it can't happen overnight, but it it doesn't always work like that. It's going to take time, mm-hmm. and it's something that you have to keep going at. It's not just where you say, okay, I'm going to get rid of, I'm going to cut and clear everything today, and that's it. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a process because you're removing mm-hmm. layers and layers and layers of stuff that's built up over the years. And so I think that's another important thing with cleansing is that people need to, when you start removing negative things in your life, when you start clearing away, it's a process. It's not something you do just one one time or once in a while, but it's something that you keep going constantly, even if something small, because right. you have to clear all that junk or whatever the things you've done that put you in that situation, you have to clear that out of the way. And that, I just feel right. like that's I just feel like that need to be put out there too. And a lot of the things that are in our way, they have served us. They have served a purpose, and we've held on to those things with our grimy little paws, and we have not wanted to let go of that extra weight who kept it, that kept attention away from us or, you, you know, that bad attitude that protected us from the pain that we have or, you know, whatever it is. That shit has served us, and it doesn't want to let go. So it just doing a quick little once-over isn't necessarily going to handle it. Got to do cut and clear. Right. That's where the cut and clear comes in. And, you know, you have to get into a routine. Um, and, and folks are going to wallow sometimes. Things get in the way and things pull us down. And we all wallow. I do it. Everybody mm-hmm. does it. But the thing mm-hmm. is, how long? Are you gonna wallow? I usually give myself two days. Oh God, you're hard. If I'm in a funk, I give myself two days, and then I got to shake it out. And I do it with that little Taylor Swift song. (laughs) You know that little shake it song. Oh, we know. (laughs) When when y'all see me playing that on Facebook, you'll be like, "Uh oh, something done happened." (laughs) But yeah, you just gotta let it go. And my daughter tells me that so much. L-I-G it. I'm like, yes, uh, I'm going. But you, it's hard sometimes. And so we have to make ourselves do it. You just have to make yourself do it. But everybody deserves to wallow a little bit. Two days. That's enough. 48 hours is enough. And then you got to say, that's enough of this shit. We're not doing this no more, and we've got to get up and get to moving around. And so usually I will 
uh, do a brush down, and if that doesn't do it, then I hit the chain because that means that it's something there that I'm not willing to let go of, and that happens sometimes. We hold on to shit that we ourselves are not ready to let go of. Right. Exactly. So I was taught, and I've heard you talk about this too, Mama Star, that if you do your work with your scissors or your smoke or whatever you're using, and you do that cut that cut and clear work, it's just going to come right back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you do the work to intentionally plug in what you just took off to plug in something exactly. positive. Do you want to talk about that? Exactly. Of course. And so what Katie's talking about, and and um, folks have heard and seen me say this, either on Facebook or word of mouth, when you mm-hmm. remove something, you have to replace whatever you removed. Because if you don't, that spot that you just cleared out and made shiny and new, excuse me, is going to draw in all kinds of unnecessary stuff back into your life. That's just the way it works. So anytime you do a cut and clear or cleansing work or brush down work and you're removing something, you need to come back and replace what you removed with something that you need in your life. And that's why we wanted to do this this radio show, and then in two weeks we'll have another one, um, and it's going to pertain to the same kind of flow because the new year is coming. And, you know, growing up, I was taught that whatever your feelings are, when it gets close to the, the last week of the year, whatever your feelings are, that is what you are going to bring in to that new year. So if things are not running right for you right now or business is not as good as it you want it to be right now, then get on the stick because 2016 is coming quickly. So you want to clear all of that out. You want to focus on your prosperity for the next however many weeks we got, uh, three weeks and a couple of days. You want to focus on your prosperity. You want to focus on peace in the home. You want to focus on relationship issues. Start working on all those things now. Get everything smoothed out. So the last week of this year, you're going to have everything running right and going the way that you want it to go. And then you watch 2016 will be a much easier year. And I'm not perfect. Sometimes I don't make it. This year I'm focused on it. I mean, I am really focused and paying attention to every little thing that aggravates the hell out of me. I'm taking care of it and getting it out of my way. Uh, because I'm not going to do that in 2016. I want it to be smooth. And this year's been a good year. It's been smooth. Got a new great-grandbaby. Everything's going good. Got my people I love in my life. Everything is wonderful. But it could always be better. Mm-hmm. Katie, you want to add to yes, that? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good um, girl. 
Well, let's say you're doing a cut and clear. Let's say you're, mm-hmm. um, well, you just mentioned prosperity. So um, mm-hmm. your, your financial situation is a raggedy mess. So you do some mm-hmm. cut and clear work to figure out what's troubling you to get that moving along mm-hmm. so you can bring in positive things. So after you do a cut and clear, we're going to take Mark's um, chain work. Uh, we're going to do mm-hmm. that piece. And mm-hmm. so then how would you add to that? How would you fill that energy that you just cleaned away? What would you fill it with? Oh, then I'm going to start building me a new money can, and I'm going to start filling it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start adding money to that every day. The things that I need in my life, I'm going to put it in that can and I'm going to claim it. And I'm going to add money every day and I'm going to claim that I've paid all that and that it's mine now and so it's going to be mine. You see? And so Mm -hmm. you removed all this, now you're filling it. And the trick is folks don't really realize how good those money cans really work. They don't work immediately like uh, thousands of dollars is going to drop on your head. But if you're running a business and you drop a little change in that money can every day and you, let's say, Old Style Conjure made money today, you are feeding spirit and everybody knows that whatever you claim, that is what you're going to have. It's a known fact. It's been proven over and over again. If Mm -hmm. you claim it, Spirit is going to find a way to get it for you. And so a money can is an easy way to get your bills paid, to keep your business afloat, to have a home, to have a vehicle. You start out small. Find a photo of something that you want, that you need. If you need a car, find a car, something that you can afford. Don't be outrageous with it. Put it in that can and don't ask me why coffee cans seem to work the best. That's what I was taught. That's I got rusted. Well, you've seen them, Katie, rusted cans everywhere. <laughs> but you feed that can, and you if it's a car, a little bit of change. It could be three pennies. It ain't got to be no... Uh, uh, large amount and you say I bought that 1999 Ford today and you drop that money in there and you do that every single day and you watch and see how long it takes till you really do have that 1999 Ford I've been testing this because I've been making some new products and I'm not I don't want to tell about them yet, but y'all will know about them soon. But I've been testing them to see if they work. They truly work. I'm telling you, they work. Shonda, you ain't getting no Lamborghini. I wish I had one, too. I probably could She is, too. She deserves it. it. She deserves right? it. She'll have herself one. Yeah. Claim that shit, girl. <laughs> Do I get one? No, Shonda gonna get her a nice vehicle for her and them babies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Shonda gonna That's have sweet. her a good car. Yeah. Okay. She's got okay, kids. So she let's, needs one. I'm sorry. Um, so let's say we're not talking about prosperity. Um, okay. What are you talking about? Any, just any given, any given condition that we need to cut and clear. Would a 
conjure oil, perhaps a blessing oil work to fill that void that you just created then? It will. It will fill the void. Mm -hmm. You have to Mm -hmm. close it off. Mm -hmm. And and you have to. And we all need to remember that our spirit sets in the crown of our head. Mm -hmm. Folks forget that. When you're a baby and that little soft spot and they tell you, don't touch that soft spot, don't put your hands on it, don't let people be touching it, because the old folks know that that's that baby's spirit. And so Mm -hmm. then when we grow up, we get that shield, the bone grows together, makes a shield in the crown of our head. That crown needs to be covered every single day. Every day, the crown of your head needs to be dressed. Because folks don't realize that if you get thrown at, not that you are, but if you were to, that's the first place it's heading. It's to the crown of your head because that's where your power is. That's where your spirit sits. And so, yes, all will work fine. A good dress and all will be fabulous uh, to dress the crown of your head. And you don't have to soak your hair in it. Just a little dot on your finger and put it on the crown of your head. And I'll just put it there, and I'll say, Lord, cover me for the day. You know? And you can literally, if it's a good spiritual oil, you can feel it being there. Mm -hmm. You'll know that it's there. And so that right there should tell you something's going on with that little spot in your head for you to be able to feel that. Mark? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I also wanted to say that um, when you're also um, cutting and clearing and you're drawn into your life what it is that you need, the other thing that, um, and we probably talked about this before, is you need to protect yourself. You need to protect yourself and protect what you got. You know, for example, uh, Katie, you were talking about um, the money situation. So if you're cutting and clearing, in your life, especially with your finances, because you have too much money going out. And, then of course, you're working in money can, like, you know, Mama Star talked about, to draw uh, prosperity to you, where you need to also protect your monies. You need to do some mm-hmm. kind of protection work. It could be simple. It ain't got to be complicated. Um, I remember one of the very first um, many protection works I learned was with an egg. Well, you know, where you take an egg – you punch a hole at the top and you um let the yolk, you know, you cook with the yolk and the, the, the little white or you let it drain out. And you just wash it real lightly with warm soap water and let it dry. Basically what you're doing is you're hollowing, ha, making the egg hollow. And then what you're going to do is load it with your photo, a photo of yourself or your petition. You could put a little brown sugar in there. You could put a little money. It could be a $2 bill, you know, something that you can roll up, you know, some paper money into a um, petition. And you're going to stick that in there with some protection herbs, and you just cover that little egg with tape. 
and you're going to work, you know, hold it before you cover that egg, you're going to hold it to your mouth and say your prayers, and then you cover it with the tape and you can put it in the candle set up. Or just work it however you feel led. And when you're done with it, you can bury it in your yard to the east, or you can bury it by your front door. And what that will do is that little work will help draw the monies to you, but it also protect your money. It protects your money from being hit because, as y'all know, you know, when you're – um. When we're trying to remove something from our lives, we have to protect ourselves so it don't come back. But also, when we are drawing what we want into our lives, we also have to protect work or do some protection work on the things that we wish to draw so that they'll keep coming back. So all that the thing that we want will stay. That make any sense, y'all? Okay. You follow that egg out like we used to do the confetti eggs. Katie, did you do confetti eggs with us one time? Uh-uh. Was that you that did the confetti no. eggs with us? Mm-mm. No. Oh. No. Nope. Well, it's like make for it's like making confetti eggs. How you make the hole mm-hmm. and drain the egg. And, right. Uh, then then you fill it with what you want. Mark, I'm surprised exactly. you remember that work. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because I remember that time I didn't celebrate Easter with y'all, but it was either you or your daughter. Y'all busted that damn egg over my head, and there was confetti everywhere, and there was like a, a $2 bill or something that fell out. That's why mm-hmm. I just got there because <laughs> y'all busted on my head. It was like Happy Easter. You remember that? You don't huh? remember that? Because <laughs> I was just okay, talking, now let talking me away. explain about that, Mark. What Mark is talking about is uh, at Easter, well, we, we haven't been doing it for a while uh, because all the kids are grown, but now we've got the new baby, so, yes, we can start it back up again. <laughs> every, <laughs> every Easter we would take, uh, and I think I wrote about this in the money book, we would take eggs and, and uh, make a hole in them and drain the eggs, wash them, and then stuff them. We'd put dollar bills, roll dollar bills up and put in there with some confetti or just confetti. Uh, if you were lucky, you got the dollar. Mark was lucky. The one that he got, got the dollar. <laughs> but then you go and smash it on someone's head, and we call them blessing eggs. Um, and so that's where that work came from. But, yeah. <laughs> Those are really good, and you can you don't have to wait for Easter. You can really do a work in that. <laughs> no, I never forgot it. <laughs> Having a confetti on me. That was a blessing, a blessing, Mark, a blessing. Yes, it was. <laughs> I well, look, God, look, darling. Well, next time I'm out to bless y'all with some sweet potato pie. Now I can't throw no sweet potato pie in nobody's face. I'm oh no, you it. ain't throwing sweet potato pie now. Somebody's gonna eat that. It ain't gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, Lord. Anything to add, my girl? Well, Mark did, um, you know, his explanation about protecting your work and protecting what you have, and absolutely that makes sense. If you have, you know, $5,000 coming in tomorrow and 7000 goes out the next day, it didn't really do you much good. So, no, yeah, to no. protect what you have, to protect the work mm-hmm. that's coming in and to honor that absolutely makes sense. Yes. 
And it all yeah. goes along the same way. It should, excuse me, it should all be in steps. Every worker, or I should say old worker, that's been doing this for a long time, they know you clean, you feel, you protect. Mm-hmm. That's the three rules. Clean mm-hmm. it off, fill it up, and keep your protection work up. Those are the three main important works as far as I'm concerned. Uh, because if you leave one of those out, then you, you're just leaving yourself open. If you don't cleanse it off and you try to cover yourself, then all you're doing is covering up what is there. And if you try to protect yourself, well, you've already let let the the uh, let it in. So you have to take it off and then fill it back up and then do your protection. That should be uh, something that everybody does every time they work. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's the yep. way I was taught. Before we started the show, I'm sorry, Katie. Oh, that's okay. Um, Before we started the show tonight, I was trying to find your books, um, and unfortunately, I couldn't find them. I was just flipping through them, and I put them away somewhere. I don't know where. Which book of yours, if somebody's really interested in cut and clear work, which book of yours would be the best recommendation for them? The Clinton book. It's going to be the cleansing book. Mm-hmm. That's the one. But if it's prosperity that you need, then the money drawn book. And it also has cleansings and coverings mm-hmm. and, and protections in it. There's all kind of work in that book. There's so much. There's yeah. uh, uh, prosperity baths, so many different things that you can do, different ways of drawing and Handling your prosperity. Mm-hmm. But isn't the yeah. book, Mark, the one that's got the cut and clear in it? Yes, it does. Actually, I love the cleansing book because um, you give a lot of, well, you give work that, I've, you give, I don't know, you give secrets. That's what that's what I could put it. There are a lot of secrets that you put in that cleansing book. Um, I even remember, like, you give a cutting clear. There's some there's different kinds of cleansers, everything like we're talking about, the candle clean, clean cutting and clearing with the scissors, um, you know, working your prayers, Bible verses. There's even – you even give a, um, a, clean, a full cleansing that a worker would do on a client, you know, to help, I guess, to help the workers get started. Where you walk book. you walk a person through it, right, in the cleansing book, where you walk them through it, where you talk about the cleansing with the ropes and, t- oh, I can't give too much now, but, yeah, you get the idea. No, you can go ahead and talk Working about Working with it the a cross ropes. Well, basically, it's right. uh, cleansing with the ropes, and you have to um, tie it in a cross, and you're going to cleanse your your client in a cross setup, you know, for the crossroads, because you're going to leave that condition there. And then there's even another work I remember um, – well, you taught me something real similar to it, real, but a little different from the book, but, you know, the same deal. Where um, if you have a negative condition or it's for your client, 
and I, when a client might think they're crossed up, and they can't just seem to shake that off to get that thought out of their head, you know, like a, a negative condition that's not there or something they have a hard time getting rid of as a bottle work, where you would do your cleansing on a client and you're going to put it in a bottle and work that for the client, and I believe you give it to the client afterwards. Something like There's a lot of different works in that book. <laughs> There's a lot of work in You know there. more about my books than I do. I write them, and then I don't, I don't go back and read them again. Yeah, you let them go. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I think there's. Cool. I do, too, constantly. I think there's some stuff in the workbook, too, isn't there? Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, the workbook has a yeah. lot of stuff in there, a lot. A lot of good work. Especially, um, I, there's a lot of work in there, but cleansing with the prophets, working with the prophet uh, uh, Moses, Elijah, Solomon, Daniel. Okay, y'all go ahead. I just said enough. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have my Elijah. I feel like I'm selling. I'm, I feel like I'm working a sales commercial, <laughs> a southern a southern sales commercial. Oh it doesn't God. feel like it, though, Mark. Honestly, it feels like you're very passionate about the work and you know where the good stuff is. So why not let everybody know that? <laughs> I guess. I do love this work. Who you love. <laughs> and I love y'all. I do. And I love y'all. I love you, too. Hmm. Yes, darling. It's so good to be back on the show. Y'all, we've been on too long this time. Yeah. Too long. The blog talk was messing up. I was getting aggravated. I thought we needed a break. Mm -hmm. I appreciated a break. I appreciated a break for sure. I had a ton of stuff going on, too. Yeah. And that's what it seemed like everybody had, you know, a lot of stuff going on in their lives. We needed a break, and now we're back fresh, ready to... Carry on. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I'm excited because um, my birthday is coming up, and so I'm just beginning, yes, been getting is. ready for that. And nice. then again, y'all, one of the reasons that we changed up is because one of the things that I have been taught since I was a young girl is every so often you need to change something up, whether it's your clothes, your mm-hmm. curtains in your house. And I talked about this. I don't remember if it was in a class or a radio show or somewhere. I don't know. But you need I do. to change I remember. things up. Do you remember, Katie? Was yeah, it, it, was, um, it was the conjure class. It was the phone call. Oh, okay, yeah. You need you to were saying change that, um, things up. That Geronimo will go to bed and the house will look one way and he'll wake up in the morning and you've got it all changed around. Yeah, I did that a, a couple of weeks ago because I moved my furniture all around. And so whenever he got up, he was like, what the hell? But I used to do it all the time. I'm not as bad as I was. You know, change something about your hair. Change your hair color. Uh, I don't know. Change the color of polish you wear. Change something of the kind of clothes you wear. Something about yourself. And that's important. And it's important that you do that, and I'm going to tell you why. 
because if you ever have an enemy that is after you and you never know it could happen, mm-hmm. change your shit up because your spirit will set one way. But when you go to changing things around, it moves your spirit around. And anybody who is a good worker that's listening to this is shaking their head because when you get in a rut, you're easy to reach. That's just that's mm-hmm. the truth, and that's the way it is in this work. So switch it up, kids. The new year's coming. Change something about yourself that you had in 2015. Don't go into 2016 with it. Whether it's a piece of jewelry, whatever it is, switch it around. Um, I would like to add that, you know, we don't all necessarily have enemies intentionally uh-uh. after us. Uh-uh. These could be dear friends of yours who are just jealous yeah, and accidentally salt. throwing. Yeah, dropping salt. We call it dropping salt. Yep. You do. you got folks that are envious because you might be doing something different or you might have a little more, and we mm-hmm. call it dropping salt over here. So you have to you have to change yourself up, change it around. Mm-hmm. Change it up and then uh, cover yourself and lock that down. Lock your uh, protection mm-hmm. down, honey. And now is the time, y'all, to clean them doors in y'all's houses or apartments. It's hard for me to get used to folks living in apartments, but I mean I know that folks have apartments, clean them doors inside and out and dress them. Wash your stoops off. It don't matter if people think you're crazy. You don't care what they think because when 2016 comes in, you're going to be ready and have all your stuff together. Clean your doors. I don't like to wash windows, but I will wash the hell out of my doors, inside and out, and I do it at least every two or three months, simply because i got a lot of traffic coming in and out of my doorway, and now Houdini gets on the breezeway. He runs the whole place over here now, and so I have to keep everything everything cleaned up. He got to where he wants to sleep in front of the door that goes out to the breezeway, so I, I keep all that uh, cleaned and blessed and dressed. We haven't heard any Houdini Chronicles lately. Oh, that Houdini is a hot mess. He's just running wild over here. Just crazy, him and that little hen of his. He gets on the breezeway now. He found how to get on on the breezeway, so he's all over the yard, everywhere. There's not a spot you won't run into him at. I see the little boss out there. Does he try to fight you? Oh, no, no. He's good with me, but he runs the cats. He runs Jericho. He runs it all out there. (laughs) And he'll go, Jericho be laying down on the breezeway. He'll go lay on his back. I'm like, oh, "Oh, yeah, you're a big, bad bully. You got the rooster laying, sitting on your back. Oh, you have to post a photo of that. 
if I can catch them. I, I, you know, I got that big plate glass window, but it's like every time I get close, either him or mm-hmm. Jericho one will hear me. But yeah, Jared lets mm-hmm. him sit on his back now. Yep. <laughs> We're just crazy over here. <laughs> That's sweet. And your neighbors don't care that you have a rooster? Oh, no. No. No, he don't bother nobody. Well, we only got the one neighbor that's on the other end of the block, so. Mm -hmm. Oh, funny. They call him a game rooster. That's what they call him because he got out. (laughs) The guy next door well, on the other block down there was like, yeah. I told my wife, them game roosters, you can't mess with them. You just got to leave them alone. I walked They're mean. Behind, right, back in the, right back in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> He's a game Well, they rooster, do have that right. reputation. Yeah. Well, you know, he did spur me. He did spur oh. me. Oh, yeah, he got me in three places. Looked like a triangle where his spurs hit me. Yeah, it hurt my oh. head. I wanted to his neck. But he's never done it again. But when he did that, that's when the hen first came. And so today oh. he was after one of the cats because they're making eggs again. So I assume he was protecting her from me. That was when she first got here. Have you t- um, removed his spurs yet? Nope. I don't want to. Girl, well, let me tell you, it won't hurt you as badly if you despur him and you don't take him all the way off. They uh-huh. pop off. It grows like a fingernail all around his spur. So if you put a baked uh-huh. potato in the microwave and then you, like, kind of steam his spur, then you can, like, pop it off with a uh, with a pliers. It'll pop right off, and it'll be an empty spur used for protection, used for kicking ass that you can stuff with whatever you want. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? We had to catch my D, D boy <laughs> and take his spurs. And his spurs have grown because, you know, he's grown up. Well, oh, imagine yeah, everything you a- could pack into that little thing. Oh, yeah. Give me an idea. (laughs) (laughs) So then he'll be left with, uh uh-huh, then he'll be left with like a little cuticle spur there, and then they'll just grow, and then you can do it again. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. With a baked potato. Yeah. Looks like I'm about to go knock on somebody. I got to tell you, Uh my little white silky rooster, he thinks he is Billy Badass. I got them over there in their little coop. They got their own little coop. And when Houdini, Houdini could just snap his little neck. But when Houdini yeah. walks by, he'll fly up there and push on that fence with his chest. I was like, oh. ain't you something? The little white, the the little white rooster? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. We were thinking that white one was a hen. You ended up with all roosters, huh? It's a rooster. It is a rooster, and he is a hot mess. Ooh, look at the work you could do with their spurs, a white one and a black one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It was my babies. Oh, are they sweet? They are. They're sweet. Good. Good. Oh, that's sweet. My little darlings. 
it's five till nine, y'all. How long we go? We I put it for an hour and a half, but I know everybody has stuff to do, so I didn't know how long we was gonna be on here. I well, we'd if give nobody a in works, okay, and we close out at fifteen after, maybe. Sure. If nobody in the chat room has okay, any questions, sure. let's roll. Uh, Katie, why don't you give a word? I know you know a bunch. Um, well, you didn't talk about your um, your coffee one, which is a freaking powerhouse. Okay, you want to talk about that one? Go ahead and talk about it. You can talk about it. Yeah, talk about okay. it. Okay. Um, well, Mama Star's uh, coffee cleansing work is a recipe that she got from her grandmother. So this has been around for a very long time, and it works, works, works to clean off all conditions, and it just cuts through all the junk and it's a really really nice one to make um you'll start with some old coffee maybe it's been sitting on the counter all day maybe it's been sitting on the counter for three days mama star likes this to get like oily looking on the top and then it's really ready to go um so you'll have a cup of coffee you'll have a i use a cap full of lemon juice and then um a teaspoon or excuse me a tablespoon of salt would you say that that's, that's approximately what you would use? That works. I usually use three to four, but I use uh, Morton salt. But, yeah, no, go ahead, Katie. It's going to work. Go ahead. One tablespoon okay. or, or five, it doesn't matter. It still works. I like the salt to totally disintegrate, so I don't use as much as you do. Um, but you can definitely feel the salt in there. And so I like to just mix it up, let that salt all disintegrate, and you can take it in the bathtub with you so you do your regular showering business and dump that over your head and make sure it gets all over your body and you're going to envision anything that binds you, anything that no longer serves you. Ask your guides to take that and wash that away. It smells fantastic. The salt feels great in your hair. It just feels like you've been at the beach, but you're smelling, you know, um, coffee-ish and you're smelling lemon-ish and you just smell and feel so stinking clean so you can do that and then you can also I like to put it in a spray bottle and keep it by the sink so if you just had to deal with some folks who maybe made you feel a little bit gunky or if you had to just walk by something that was a little unsavory you can spray your feet and your hands with that for a quick little cleanup I like that a lot yeah that's a good idea I sprayed my corners but my walls are dark Mm-hmm. So it doesn't uh, mess with my walls because I have that old dark wood in my uh, living room, but I spray the corners with it. And that's another thing, y'all. We didn't talk about that tonight. For the new year, if possible, and this comes from the from the Gullah folks and from the rural southern folks in the deep south, if at all possible, clean your house good before the new year. Bring in a new mop and bring in a new broom. Mm. Take the old mop and the old broom out the back door. And this is from the Gullah, the Gullah Nation. And bring the new one in the front door. You will honestly feel a difference. Uh, 
in your in your house, and you sh- I do that ever about every six months. My husband used to think that I was crazy, uh, but he's got over that, and now he's just like, oh yeah, well, time for a new room. But mm-hmm. yeah, Donda has a question: How often should you cleanse your house if there is much mental and emotional illness in the home? Me and my babies are in pass, and it greatly affects the energy in the house. Okay, Shonda, this is a little trick that you can you can do. I would clean, try to with those all those babies. It might be hard for you, but try to clean your house spiritually once a month. Then, in the meantime, put you some slices of lemon in the corner. With some salt, setting on a salt, you can just do it out of tinfoil. Make you some little tinfoil bowls, bowls. Put your salt in there, pray over it. Put that little slice of lemon, put it in the corners of the rooms where the babies are mostly at, and let it soak up. It will soak up some of that. Also, lavender helps to push out... Uh, that type of of movement in the house and to settle everything down. So those are two things uh, that are inexpensive uh, that you can do. Katie, you got anything? Mark, you got anything? I was totally going to say the lavender as well. You know, it would depend on, my cat keeps sitting on my computer and changing my page. It would depend on what kind of mental illness, but Lavender is so great for calming people. Something citrusy like the lemon or like tangerine would be good for elevating the mood. So depending on the illness, you could match an oil or two with that. And when you're doing your regular mopping with your app, I like to mop my floors with apple cider vinegar. So if you're mopping with apple cider vinegar and some tangerine oil and some lemon oil, then you're elevating the mood of the home doing your spiritual cleansing and your and your physical cleansing and the person with the mental illness might be getting help as well in addition to clearing out that energy um, I want to ask something too it's affective disorder PTSD okay so well paint color therapy yeah, for yeah, sure, color and color therapy, therapy too yeah. are the colors nice and muted and nice and warm and relaxing in the home yeah. Chamomile, add some chamomile to that as well. Yeah, yeah. And perhaps rosemary for clarity. Yeah. Yeah. The lemon and salt really pull. So that could be to pull up the emotions that are moving all around. There's no brown, no brown. Mm -hmm. Oh, Shauna says too much brown. Oh, so that's going to darken the mood. Sorry, Mark. too. Um, is that you have to be careful. Um, you know, we also feel like we have to, you could put some eggs, put an egg and a glass of water with a pinch of salt under your bed where you sleep because, you know, I was always taught you don't want to go to sleep on your problems. And, you know, when you go to bed at night, your spirit is open, your spirit is vulnerable. So you can stick your little lemon in the salt underneath your bed, either at the four corners, or you can even use an onion. Stick your onion cut you up an onion in half and put each half at the corner of your bed. And that'll help pull stuff off of you while you're sleeping and will pull mm-hmm. some of that negative stuff too. Yeah, the M's mm-hmm. old trick. 
Do you know the oh, the um, things that you would put on a frying pan for the bacon fat so it won't splash up? Yeah, those nets. It's like a screen yep. that goes on your frying pan. Yep. That thing yep. can clean some air like nobody's business. So that oh, I could really? see that going through the house and cutting up any negativity and just moving it right oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's... I never thought of that. My mama learned me that one. It sounds like a good one. I think the yep. one thing that uh, folks got to be careful about with the colors, though, you know, colors are powerful, but, of course, we're all different. You know, everybody's spirit is different, but sometimes if you use too much of one color, it can um, it can have, I guess, you know, like a bad side effect. You know, for example, let's say blue. Now, you know, blue is water. Water is calming. You know, water is healing, water is soothing, but if you have too much blue, that can make you depressed. You know, like they say, you in the blues. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, you got to be careful, you know, or even if you use, like, more, you know, I guess what you call more stimulating colors. You know, like if you're trying to do um, healing work or cleansing work and you're working with the color red, you know, but you have high blood pressure. You see what I'm saying? That red might elevate your blood pressure because it's hot as hell. You see, so you got to to be careful. Now, I was taught taught you can work with neutral colors or maybe colors that kind of have a little bit of the hot and the cold, like green. You know, because green, you know, I guess green represents prosperity, but green is also a combination of the color blue, which is soothing, but it's also yellow. You know, yellow is a stimulating color, so you get a little bit of both that pushing that pull or that you know, drawing and removing. I guess you call it. That is, is that make sense? Yeah. You know, I just think sure. you got to be careful. You know, with that's just my personal opinion, but of course you got to do what you feel is right. Mhm. Mhm. And green is also really good for fresh starts and new beginnings. Exactly. And, you know, when I think of green, I think of of nature, you know, like I think of, you know, plants, green, prosperity, trees, you know, things that are fruitful. When you want a fruitful beginning and a fruitful ending, I think of, you know, like the color green. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, to me it represents life. You know, when springtime comes, everything is green, especially in Texas. You know, Texas, well, you know, from at least the Texas I know is a very green state. And so I don't know, it's just that those things come to mind when I think of that color. Sounds good. All righty, do we have any other questions? Oh, Paul, no questions? good information. Uh, Florida water mixed with holy water and a bit of frankincense powder put on the doors mm-hmm. and windows is really good too. Mm-hmm. And Angel says water lemon Bible under the bed. Yeah, gotta have that Bible under the bed, baby. Mhm. And hold you on, know, we got no feet. show two two sixteen says since you are talking about leaving the past behind. 
and cleanse them for the new year. I was wondering what you would, what you, I guess, do to invite blessings for the new year to come in. Oh, hey, Rachel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Rachel wants to know, um, what would you do to invite blessings to come into the new year? Okay, um, I can go first. I can tell you what I've done. Um, okay, go. Mom. You know, I've done all my, I've done you know all my cleansings. And, you know, this is you know for me the new year is really important because you know it's my birthday. You know, I'm a New Year's baby, so it's like for me, it's not just. Um, you know, bringing in the new year, but that's my power day. So what I've done is, you know, I've got all my cleansing and everything done by uh, New Year's Eve, all right? And now what I've done is I waited till after midnight. I have a little herbal mix that I've already prayed over, prayed over it hard, prayed over it, boiled it, and put into a spray bottle with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, you know, for the, uh, I'm sorry, not apple cider vinegar, Lord, I'm crazy, red wine vinegar because that's the blood of Jesus oh, with yes, a pinch so of salt. Fun. And after midnight has come, right, and exactly after midnight has come, now the house is already blessed. The house is already prayed over, already done. I call it my pre-blessing, like my pre-blessing before the new year. This is like my actual blessing I'm doing after midnight on the new year. And I, what I've done is when midnight comes, I start at my door. I knock three times. Right, because I knock in the Holy Trinity, and basically, I'm in, it, to me, it's like spirit is knocking in my door, and I'm inviting spirit in. I knock three times at the front door, open it, and then everything that I want for the new year, I, I name it and claim it for myself and my loved ones, and I just start spraying from the outside in, and I'll just pray everything that I need, that everything my family needs, you know, prosperity, bills paid on time, prosperous, abundant health, love, peace you know, healing, you know, security, because that's really important for me, is security. And while we talk you know, about this, Mark, hold on just a minute. And Angel ahead. can verify this. Don't go out the back door on New Year's, right before New Year's. Don't. You should uh, you should only use your front door after New Year's for that whole the whole time until at least daylight till the sun comes up because it, and and this is an old gullah thing if you go out the back door you're taking all your blessings out with you you should simply come in through the front door and stay in preferably or go in and out the front after you've crossed over the threshold on New Year's. That's how I was taught. On New Year's Eve or day? Yes. After the sun comes up, you can go in and out any door you want to. Oh, okay. But the back door should simply be walked out of when you're taking the broom and all that stuff out when you're coming around to come back into the house. Yeah, that's old stuff. And it comes from the Gullah people, from the Gullah Nation. Mhm. Yep. There you go. There you go. That's what about? Right there. Can you tell me why um, you don't answer the door unless your first visitor on New Year's Day is a tall black man? 
Okay, that's not necessarily how that how that goes, but yeah. Okay, so this and this is simply what we were taught as children, and I still do it with my family. When we were children, every of course everybody wants to watch for the new year, but my mm-hmm. mama would take us all out the back door, come up on the front porch. And it has to be a male child that goes in the house first. Because if not, they believe that the house will not prosper for the new year. I cannot answer why. Maybe Angel. You don't know why? Angel, do you know why? Look, I'm talking to her like she's right here, but she's. she's She might answer. She might answer. Well, I I was taught. Your first visitor so, on New Year's Day, it's 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 very prosperous and beneficial for you if your first visitor is a tall black male. And my friends would not answer the door if it was not. Really? Well, yeah. maybe it has something to do with the spirit of the crossroads. Mm. I don't know. But I know that in our culture that uh, the male has to go across the doorstep first. Okay. Yeah, and that comes from the Gullah nation. That comes from the Gullah people. It seems um, counterintuitive because you would want, you would like escort your female in and have her walk first. So I wonder if it has something to do with protection. I don't know. It's a possibility. Okay. And see, if a woman goes first, there'll be trouble the whole year. Hmm. Yeah. That's why she I got me another, another great-grandson, but uh, I got me a granddaughter, so I guess my grandson going to have to continue the tradition. Oh. Uh, family still does it. We still do it. It's just uh-huh. it's part of the culture. It's tradition, you know. And I would add to um, what Mark said about bringing in blessings for the new year to really treat yourself the way that you want to be treated, to set up that energy. Buy yourself some mm-hmm. flowers. Have yourself a beautiful meal Start with your family. Now. That's right. Yep. We have a really special candle holder that we will always light candles for holidays with our family. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just do all the special things that you want to be special throughout the year, and it sets that energy for you. Mm-hmm. And and you know really it makes sense. I mean you have to get your yourself in the mindset, but that is with everything. If you're in right. a funk, then what do you do? You work yourself up to get to in a better place. And mm-hmm. so it, it's really the same. You think about what it is you want your life to be for the next year. You start claiming it now. I don't care if you ain't got a pair of shoes to wear. You're going to claim you got a hundred of them to wear in the new year. You're going to end up with that hundred pairs of shoes. You see? Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. for me, I can't have shoes and I can't have bags. I got to stay away from that. Yeah. You're so done with I'm all that. So, right, I'm going to focus on my, my, uh, my G baby. <laughs> and she's going to have plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
that little baby needs herself a new bag. <laughs> yeah, she go get one too. I can't wait either. I told Trisha today she's not moving around fast enough. She needs to come on with it. I see all kind of stuff we can get. But that's true, you know. And you start out small, and you get one thing at the time. You know, folks want everything all at once. You get one thing at a time. Focus on one thing at the time. If you need a car, focus on a car. If you need a house, that's right. Rachel say too many shoes is a myth. That's what I keep saying too, baby. That's what I say. It's a myth. You don't see it. It ain't there. Focus on one thing at the time, and it's it will happen, and you may even end up with more than one of those things. We spread ourselves thin, and when we're when we're praying, and and we're throwing in all this stuff, we get confused within our prayers. So you know we're confused in spirit. If you need a new computer and you need a phone, you're going to have to pick, excuse me, which one of those is the most important and pray on the one that you need. Start that can and start building your money to get that. One simple step at a time. And it's hard. It's hard for me. But I'm a Leo, you know. I want it all. I just have to limit myself. You can't have everything you want, you know, and I want this and this and this, and so I have to pick one thing. And that's how I've started doing myself, and it's really working well. It really is. Mark? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, sir? All righty. You got something? What you? Well, I can give you any kind of work. Do just Let's what kind of work you want me to give? Give one good work. It's seventeen after we done been on here an hour and a half. So one good work. All right. What you want me to give the work for, ma'am? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me answer this for Miss Ann. Okay. So, this is how it goes, Miss Anne. Growing up, this is how we did. I'll start from New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, everything is cleaned, everything. Door stoop, everything. House is clean. My mama would take the trash can, the old broom, and the old mop completely out of the house. So, right before midnight, all of us have to gather up and trail out of the house, out of the back door, and come around the front. And usually one of my little brothers would be the one that would go in the house first, or my daddy. It's just really important that the man go in first, or they say that it will be bad luck all year round. Now, I don't know, but I feel like it's because Back in the day, in the old days, the men were the breadwinners. So it was important that they went through the house, into the house, crossed that threshold 
first because women were stay-at-home moms. Um, very few women worked. It's right at New Year's, right at New Year's. So right when it hits New Year's, you walk through the door. I would raise the glass after I was in the house. So walk out the back door, walk in the front door. And for those who are listening and not in the chat, she's asking me in the chat room. That's why I'm answering like I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> no, no, I'm in the chat room, so it made perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> right. You walk out the back door like at five minutes till midnight. So you walk around your house, you come up on the stoop, and then right at midnight, you walk in the front door. And it's clean, and it's fresh, and it's ready for you to be happy, and it's ready yeah. for all of your dreams all set up for the new yeah. year. Yes. Okay, Mark. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, I, I give y'all a, um, a bottle work. I give y'all a simple okay, bottle work for the new year. Okay, we got 10 minutes, Marcus, so don't get, don't get long-winded on us. No. We're going to out of here, it. too. Okay. I'm all right. I'm going to keep it short and to the point, basically. Get you a bottle, preferably a cobalt blue one. Um, we talked about working with the money cans and our petitions already. Well, everything, this bottle work is going to be just um, for the new year. Everything that you would like to draw for yourself and your loved ones for the new year, you're going to write it down on a piece of paper after the new year. This is the work that you're going to do on the new year itself, you know, after midnight, because this is a fresh work, right? And you're going to put that petition inside that bottle. You're going to put you some sugar in there, put you some pyrite, and you're going to put all those things in the bottle that you want to draw to yourself. If it's a new car, you know, that you want, you just put your little toy car, even a little a photo from the internet or magazine in there of the car that you want. You know, if it's to have more money to go on vacation, you can put a picture of your uh, dream destination, wherever it is you want to go, or some kind of symbol in that bottle. But everything that you want is going to go into that bottle, and you're going to put a photo of yourself inside that bottle. You can put a photo of you and your loved ones inside of there. And you're going to hold the bottle to your mouth, say your prayers, Add just add whatever else you need to add, and you're gonna add your little whiskey, just a little bit, not a lot, just a little whiskey because you're feeding the spirit in that bottle. And then you're gonna pour syrup. You're gonna pour your syrup, and you can use corn syrup, pale syrup, which is the same thing. Just don't use molasses, right? If you use honey, it might be a little slow. Not saying it won't work. I'm just saying it might be a little slow with the honey. Just add your syrup, say your petitions over it three times with a bottle up to your mouth, and then close it and work it, shake it, and then burn it, burn it in the candle set up. And, that's a, and that is a fresh work. That is a work that you're doing specifically for the new year to draw what you need for that new year. And then, of course, when the year comes to an end, if you, you, know, you work that bottle long and good enough, you can change it out and repeat it for the, the next year, but with new ingredients, fresh stuff. That sounds great. 
That sounds great. And I want to reiterate what Mama Star says. If you're not going to feed me, I'm not going to work for you. So make sure you feed that bottle and don't just ignore it on the shelf there. Um, So before you pray us out, Mama Star, or excuse me, Mark, before you pray us out, um, the next show, Mama Star, is going to be on December 18th. Yep, December, December 18th, we'll Friday night, and we'll be talking about blessings for the new year. Um, and, and other stuff. We'll mix it up. Mm-hmm. But we will still okay. be talking about um, how to refine what, what we've talked about tonight um, and how to move forward so everybody can be prosperous with the new year coming. No fuss, no muss. Heck, yeah, everybody. Great. All right. Well, thank you, guys. This is a great show. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, guys. I miss y'all. I'm glad to be back, too. I miss y'all, too. Me, too. Me, too. I'm about about to pray us out. Heavenly God, we thank you for we thank you, God Almighty, for allowing us to congregate in this in this hour, Holy Father. We ask, Holy Father, that you continue to protect us. We ask, Spirit of God, that you give us strength. We ask, Spirit of God, that you carry us through, Holy Father. We ask you to cover us. We ask you to lift us. And we ask, Holy Father, that for every door that is closed, three more doors will be opened infinitely in the name of the Holy Trinity. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. And good night. Love you. Love you, too. Good night, you guys. Good night. Sometimes I walk all by myself.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 